On TikTok, they want like real. Like they want behind gritty. the scenes. Yeah. Ooh. They don't like filters. That was one thing my former marketing assistant told me because we were doing like a real um, this time last year. And I was like, we got to put a filter on, girl. Like we got to look like we have lashes yeah. on, like all this. And she was like, ew, this looks so fake. Are you serious? And you know, she's a college agent. Yeah, yeah. Like, ew, this looks so... And I was like, what do you mean? What this you is mean? cute. <laughs> My skin's smooth. I'm popping. Like, what do you mean? But that was like also like a precursor because on yep. TikTok, they don't like... I mean, unless it's like a funny filter. Right. But they don't want the pretty polish. They want the real. Hey, you. Welcome to Shades of Content, a show that teaches entrepreneurs how to effectively use content to market their business and stay content while doing it. I'm your host, Patrice, a wife, a mom of three, and a 15-year public relations and marketing professional who decided to open a brick-and-mortar content studio four years ago, and I honestly haven't looked back since. Join me as I share my experiences and the experiences of other entrepreneurs who, like me, are navigating this maze of owning a business, running a family, and trying to stay sane and healthy while doing it. I'll tell you, it's an amazingly challenging journey, but I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. See you soon. Hey guys, so I am gearing up for episode 100 of Shades of Content, as well as filming some uh, episodes in Miami for Art Basel. And you know what? These are perfect opportunities for you to promote your own business, service, and or product. So if you know that you are targeting the people that I talk to, these are mompreneurs, these are entrepreneurs, these are content creators, these are women, black millennial moms who are owning their own businesses and using content to promote and also want to figure out ways to stay content then you need to talk. We need to get it together, all right? So if you're interested, go to www.shadesofcontent.com slash sponsor. Again, that's www.shadesofcontent.com slash sponsor. I would love to work with you. We have a host of very affordable, if I may say, partner packages. We can do only audio. We can do audio and video. We can really customize packages that work the best to speak to your customer. So yeah, let's make this work. We got episode 100 coming up. We got Art Basel in Miami coming up. We got all of 2023 coming up. And I really want to use the platform to help other small businesses grow. So go to www.shadesofcontent.com slash partner. I can't wait to work with you. There's also a link in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shades of Content. I'm your host, Patrice Camo, a black millennial mompreneur slash contentpreneur slash full-time employee slash I like to take care of myself slash all the things. <laughs> and I'm just always happy to be back. Happy Friday. This is episode 97. So that means we are three to 100 blown my mind every time I think about it. Um, before we get into the episode, because I don't want to belabor this, this this episode is going to be absolutely crazy. Um, I want to make sure that you guys are rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the show. The reviews was kind of slow, y'all, but we got a new review in. Shout out to Danny Marie, and I'm going to read it to you. Uh, the title is Love, 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 capital letters, this show. Okay. And she says, I love shades of content. Patrice is masterful with her content and delivery. Whether she's doing a solo episode or diving into a discussion with a guest is always good vibes and great use of my time. This is a great space for women. Noble, I don't be telling people to write these 
to give these super positive and loving reviews. Like people just, it's all love. So thank you so much, Danny Marie. If you are listening to the show, if you're watching it on YouTube, any podcast platform, anywhere you're taking in this content, there is a way to share how you feel, right? So you can rate us five stars, preferably you can leave a review and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just let me know how you like the show. And if there's something that you feel like we should do better, tell me that too. I leave reviews for shows. So I was listening to a show the other day by someone that I think is absolutely amazing in the business space. But this show, when I'm listening to it, her mic, the guest mic is always louder. No, her mic, the host, the mic is always louder than the guest. And so in the review, I just put, I know, you know, you're excited. Maybe you can turn up the mic on the guest, right? Because I'm always about like constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. How can we make things better? So if there's something that you are hearing in this show, you're seeing in the show that you think can be improved for you as the content intaker, let me know. All right. That's enough for Shades of Content. I have a guest, Ashley Young. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy that I finally made it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've been shooting content here since 2020, and we've yes. been planning this for I don't know how long. Probably so I'm so since excited. 2020. <laughs> Probably since 2020. If you um, are not familiar with Ashley, she is the, I'm going to say it the right way, founder. Yeah. Co-founder. Co-founder. Yes. Yes. CEO. CEO of Bridal Bay. Yeah. And it is, okay. I didn't say this earlier, y'all, but my <laughs> daughter is here. And <laughs> y'all have heard this before because, listen, this show talks to black millennial mompreneurs. We have kids, so I'll never be trying to hide it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But Parker, mommy needs you to go sit in the green chair. Okay. Thank Hi. you. I love you. She's like, this couch is so pretty, right? though. She's like, that's my couch. <laughs> that was my boo, Parker, my middle baby. And y'all going to hear her. Um, so yeah, Ashley is the co-founder, CEO of Bridal Babes. And I, I mean, I'm not going to say if you're living under a rock, because I understand that people take in what they take in, right? Um, but if you're in this Black woman millennial space, even just if you're in the entrepreneurial space, at some point, at least in the last month, yeah. you've heard of Bridal Babes <laughs> from some very big opportunities that you've been a part of. Um, so tell us who, you know, tell, who are you? Yeah. How did... Did you grow up wanting to create bridal wear? Like, <laughs> okay, okay, so no, but I did grow up loving weddings. Okay. So I was the girl who like watched Say Yes to the Dress. Mm-hmm. There was like a platinum weddings was the other yes, one on VH1. Yes. Like I was like, oh, forget this Say Yes to the Dress. Once I saw the platinum weddings and it was like 100K <laughs> budgets <laughs> back in like 1999, 100K oh, budgets, I was like, this is for me. I'm ha- so I've always loved weddings. Okay, okay. <laughs> I get it. Um, so when you said platinum weddings, I distinctly remember there was a couple in, in New York, maybe Queens or something. And I remember the guy, they were Italian. And mm-hmm. the guy was like, I will gut you because something was. <laughs> yeah. Some vendor yeah, probably yes. messed something up. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I remember. Yeah. So how do you, yes. are you from the DMV area? I'm from the area. Okay. I grew up in Silver Spring. Okay. Spent a little bit of time in D.C. as well growing gotcha. up. Um, and yes, I'm a true DMV. I can actually say I'm from DC. You, you know, go. most people can't they say can't. that. They right? can't. They can't. <laughs> I was born in DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, give me, just tell us the trick. Like, how do you go from 
being a teenager who mm-hmm. loves to watch yes. shows to this business where you have you ever worked a full-time job like yeah fill me in on that part yes so actually after graduating from college um i went up to new york and started working at an advertising agency mm. so my background is actually in marketing and advertising it makes sense so i like to brag that i was like one of the first people to run like facebook ads okay. back in 2009 um so not just like developing the page but actually running the ads and so i had the full like New York advertising media buying experience. Um, my husband, boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. came back to DC and I was like, this is a good excuse to come back home. Yeah. So I came back home. I was working for like some PR agencies, um, did some work for like Nature May, Laughing Cow Cheese, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And then I was like, this is just so boring because my job before in advertising was working on like Johnson Johnson, like these huge mega brands. And I had all this free time. So I was like, what am I going to do with it? So I actually ran into one of the first multicultural wedding blogs, Isle Perfect. It's now called Perfect. Um, Kumbi, who actually is now my lawyer, but that's a whole nother story. (laughs) was running it. And I just pitched to her. I was like, Hey, can I do like your advertising and your sales for Mm -hmm. this brand? And so that's how I got immersed in the wedding industry. Um, and with that, I just noticed like all of the black and like African, like multicultural weddings Mm -hmm. were over here. Mm -hmm. And then like the white weddings were over here and they were all doing like similar things. I mean, I think, you know, we did a little bit better, yeah, you know, we, we setting all the trends, it, right? Exactly. <laughs> but everything was very siloed. Okay. And so that's where I kind of saw this void in the bridal industry for like, there was just no infusion of like culture, Yeah. you know? Um, so then fast forward to Charles and I finally getting married. Okay. So my dream from what, 16, you know, 15, 16 yeah, watching yeah. say yes to the dress, finally getting married. And I was looking for bridesmaid dresses. Okay. And I could not find anything that was going to fit my bridesmaids. What year was this? This was 2015 that I was searching. We got, got married it. in 2016. Okay. So um, there was nothing for my girls. And they were they ranged from size 2 mm-hmm. to 24. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a dress that was going to look good on them. I did not want like the pastel colors mm-hmm. you normally see, the flowy tool dresses. Right. Like I'm not going to tell you about some of the disasters that I was <laughs> Okay. Um, I wanted them to be sexy. Like they were curvy women, but they didn't want to be in a frumpy Mm -hmm. dress. So I remember searching high and low. I finally found something. Of course, it was not a traditional bridesmaid dress, but my girls put it on and they instantly lit up because Mm -hmm. it was like form fitting, accentuated, like all of their curves and they just felt good. So at that point, I kind of was like, okay, we need to figure out a way to recreate this moment Mm -hmm. for other women. So brides and bridesmaids don't have to search so hard and also don't have to feel uncomfortable going into stores and not knowing if their size or their style is available. Right. Wow. When I think about... so. We celebrate 15 years in J- January. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, Thank you, girl. Wow. <laughs> That's major. We it need is. to clap Thank that you. up. Thank that you. is like huge. Thank you. That Thank is you. huge. Okay. <laughs> but when we, so had bridal babe, babes been around when I got married mm-hmm. in 2009, we would have been a customer, right? right? So I had all of my girls. I said, I don't want traditional. Um, so they all had on black satin cocktail dresses. Nice. But all different. Mm-hmm. Like so, one of my girls had, on, like, and it I it was it. very vi- bridal babes ish, right, right? Right? You know, yes. sexy, Pre, very right. sexy. Yes. Like yes. we could wear this to the club. We could wear this to the, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I think, but I also think like that's just how the times people want to look good. And also, I think you have brides now. That, correct me if I'm wrong. I was not a bridezilla. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> 
But, you know, I think sometimes the bride doesn't want their girls to shine. Right. You know, that's what we thought. That's what we thought. That's what we thought. Right. But the reality was there were just, there was nothing out there in the market because the bridal industry was designing dresses for women who don't look like us, you know, and that's why our brand has really, you know, been able to shine because we take, you know, of course, anybody can buy our dresses, right? right? Absolutely. Any body type, any ethnicity, but our core consumer that we're designing for, like the woman who we're designing for is a black or Latino a woman who's right. like vibrant, yes. full of personality, fashion forward. Yes. You know, even if you're not curvy, some of the girls in your bridal party mm-hmm. are going to be curvy. And so making sure that we're keeping her in mm-hmm. mind when we're designing and thinking about the brand. And even for a woman who's not curvy, like that's even even more reason to want to dress that exactly. accentuates what exactly. you have. Because you, you want to look sexy, exactly. whether you're in a white bridal dress or whether you're bridesmaid. Okay, a lot of things here. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about your marketing and advertising background, yes. right? kind of a woman after my own heart because mm-hmm. I have the communications and PR background. Right. So in building this, I did all of the com- the comms. Mm-hmm. You obviously have a very keen ability to do that. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you've, you've used that advertising, marketing, all of that stuff to get bridal babes, to grow bridal babes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because everybody doesn't have it. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, because I've been through a few different like contractors and agencies Mm. where I'm trying to figure out like, can I outsource this to them? So I will say from the beginning, and I cannot take credit for this. So as I mentioned, my husband is our co-founder and he is like so awesome because he just brings a totally different perspective to the brand. Like it's not just a woman's perspective. We kind of have that balanced approach. And so from the beginning, I think this kind of comes from maybe his background, the types of brands that he experienced, but he said, we need to make it a community. Gotcha. And so from the beginning, this is very different from advertising because advertising is just like, go find the people and bring them in. Right. But he was like, we need to make this a community. So we started off just organic, okay, just kind of like creating content that was going to bring people in. Yeah. So educational content, beautiful bridesmaid mm-hmm. dresses, you know, just friend, girlfriend content, all of that was the core. And that's how we started building the brand. Then we layered on the advertising, mm-hmm. which was really just the icing on the cake, right? right. Because we kind of knew what our audience was looking mm-hmm. for. And then on top of that, we have our mission really to elevate and show diversity mm-hmm. in this space. So all of our like creative is top tier. Yeah. So like I've even gotten like slapped on the hand by our accountant. Like, why are you spending so much money on marketing? I don't know if you remember like on the show, they kind of like called that out how much we were spending mm-hmm. on right. Shark Tank. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's like, why can't we have a beautiful brand like a David's Bridal? Right. You know, like why do we have to have like photos on our iPhone, exactly. on our page. Exactly. Like, why can we not have a exactly. full-scale production? And so I think that also really helped us stand out because we invested mm. in models mm. who were showing our mission and creative that was showing, like, we are high value. Mm. That's important. And I think investing is so important, but also just being able to know when it's time, mm-hmm. right? Because there are some, you know, sometimes we, we're investing in the production and all the things maybe a little too prematurely, mm-hmm. right? Without yeah. understanding actually what is the ROI. Mm-hmm. If we, if we spend this on the photographer, on the videographer, on the production, how can we prove that it's going to come back mm-hmm. um, in sales and maybe not even sales and visibility, right? Right. And opportunities, mm-hmm. right? So I, so I think that's important. I am intrigued that you and your husband work together. <laughs> Me it too, is girl. like, 
<laughs> Let me tell you, baby, I get, and my husband will watch this at some point, and I've told him this, so it's not going to offend him. Right. I get anxiety when he mentions anything about this. <laughs> he was there with me when we opened as a co-work mm-hmm. space. He believed in it, you know, boom, boom, boom. And I can't really, he's not a creator. He's not a content creator. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he really understands kind of here. Right, right. He's a realist, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. That's that balance. It's a balance, mm-hmm. but we don't work together. Like right. he is not a member of the team mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's always like, listen, if you're not going to ask me, or if you're not going to inquire about my business, or about, look at me, mine, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it personal. Okay. You're not going to be seemingly interested in anything else. Don't say anything about anything, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, so right. it's, and it's been, uh, oh Lord, it's. You guys work together, and I'm assuming it was built as a unit. Right, exactly. So, like, it, I don't know. I don't even know what the question is, but it's just like, <laughs> how has that been navigating yeah. this huge venture? Because mm-hmm. y'all don't just work together. We live together. Y'all live together. And then it, like, we also blew up, like, the business blew up during COVID mm-hmm. because all the stores were shut down. Yep. So, people had to, like, shift to, you know, buying online, okay. which we started in 2019. And, you know, we kind of had a few things working against us, right? right? We were very niche. Mm -hmm. So we had this very specific audience, right? We were coming out with like very new style dresses for bridesmaids. And then we were saying, oh yeah, and by the way, we don't have a physical location. You have to shop online. So it was a lot of like behavior change that we were trying to create. But once 2020 happened and people couldn't go into the store, everybody was like flocking yeah. to our website yeah. and um, inventory it was crazy. Like at these bigger stores where we could just get stuff quickly, mm. but they were all waiting on stuff from like China that was stuck on a boat. Right. Mm. And so we kind of had the leg up. So all of this was happening. The business was booming. But at the time, we were both still working full time. Okay. Plus the business. Right. Plus being stuck in the house. Plus having those two kids kids I told you the 15 (laughs) 15 months apart. 15 months apart. Okay. It's not a joke. So, yeah, it was a lot. But I think it just forced us to kind of like get into a groove. And also, the most important thing for us is creating that separation. Gotcha. Like we have to just turn it off sometimes. Because we could talk about business like 24 7 because we're so excited about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. However. Yeah. But we got to like have time for other things. For other things. Yeah. For family. I just, I just love. I just, my little heart just skips a beat when I see you, because you're short, we both the same okay. height, and then I see your husband, right? And yeah, it's he's 6'6". Six, six. He's 6'6". Six, six, okay. six, six. But it's just, it's just, it's very sexy, right? And, and it it works for the business, because right. when you see it, you're always obviously dressed in one of mm-hmm. your, your designs, right. your dresses, um, and I don't know if aspirational is the right word, but I do think it's part, some of that is that, right? Because yeah. you see this beautiful black couple decked out in black owned you know it's it just Mm -hmm. it's a vibe thank you it's a vibe and i think you you know maybe y'all want to think about doing like a course on working with your spouse oh okay all right okay i'll be your first maybe i'll be your first okay (laughs) i did see something somebody posted something on instagram um today they were like who said you have to have the content already recorded when you saw the course? I oh, was absolutely. Like, hold on. I was like, but hold on. Absolutely. Hold on. Come on. We could just do a little flyer. And Thank you. Do Pre-sale. The course later. <laughs> Pre-sale. See how many people want it. Right. Say we'll have it to you in a like, month. Okay. All right. Listen. Maybe could do listen. that. Because I don't want to invest all that time and then, you know. Absolutely. So it. who is it? Danielle Leslie. One day she's going to be on the show. 
Um, she it's called her her course is called Course from Scratch. No, this is not no type of affiliate, <laughs> and that's her thing. She's like, don't like. What's your community saying? Mm-hmm. If they want it, then you do it. If yeah. they bought it via presale, mm-hmm. then you do it. Yeah, I was like, that's genius. I very, didn't think about that very much. So, tell a little. Tell me a little bit about kind of like this the the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. if you if you can. Yeah, like, what is like production? What is that looking like? Oh right from like design to in somebody's wedding. Yes. Okay. So the whole process is very very time intensive. Okay. So. Um, we have a team mm-hmm. now, thank goodness. So yeah. I have a production manager. Um, I have someone working with me on the virtual consultations. Okay. Um, Charles has his whole team on the operations mm. side. We're also in separate locations. I forgot to mention oh, that. Oh, that's So smart. I have a design studio. Okay. And then he's at the warehouse with the product. So we actually don't have to like physically work together that's and live together. That's a gym. Um, Absolutely. So that's, yeah, yeah. that's always a plus. So Essentially, what we do, once we get the customer in, our goal is to get her to do a virtual consultation with us. So we can walk through the process. We can get the details. Sometimes, like you said about these gems, we find out like the new hot color. Mm -hmm. Like everybody now is looking for royal blue. Okay. We didn't have royal blue before. So this kind of helps us with the ideation and creative process because the girls are coming in like nine to 12 months before the wedding. So you have enough time to actually like special order these pieces. So um, once we kind of get an idea of like the colors, the styles, then I start working with my production manager. Um, we just like really just design. Sometimes we take like inspiration from different mood boards. I have a designer that I work with, so she'll start to like sketch different pieces, okay. but it literally just comes out. And of course, I have to add this one too, it has to go through the Charles test. Okay. So I have produced probably two dresses by myself, I mean by myself with the team yeah. and not asking him for feedback. Mm. And they have flopped, completely flopped. So he's like, is the style connoisseur. I had that? no idea. He has like the magic touch. So if he doesn't like it, it's not happening. That is so interesting. Yeah. And he's told me just different things that he's knows. He's like, okay, this style dress doesn't work. Like it's yeah. not selling. Yeah. So don't do that style anymore. Stuff that I don't see because I'm not in the warehouse seeing yeah. what's moving yeah. and what's not. So it's very collaborative. Um, we have a few manufacturers, some overseas, okay. some domestic that we send the designs out okay. to. And it takes like two to three months for us to get like the new orders in. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have to copyright or trademark each design? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you have, you guys and have international is like crazy wow. because you know, in China, they forfeit products all yep. the time. Alibaba. So, yes. <laughs> no shade. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Alibaba. So um, it's just forge, forfeit, whatever. Um, so yeah. So it's just like, it's crazy. So our lawyer I mentioned is Kumbi. Mm-hmm. She um, used to run Isle Perfect. Right. Then it was called Perfect. I think she ended up like changing that over. Okay. But she's great because she has the trademark experience and the wedding industry exactly. experience. So exactly. she like gets us right with the photographers and like all the mm. rights on the photos and the video and like all of that. That's a whole nother nightmare. That's a whole nother nightmare, <laughs> right? Like it's like, and you, you don't want to say nightmare, but it's like, it's, it's it a nightmare be. if it you don't, be. if it's not handled. I was listening mm-hmm. to Social Proof Podcast today and there was a um, business owner on there. Long story short, that Escobar restaurant that Two Chains and his business partner uh-huh. owned the Escobar, Pablo Escobar's family sued oh them oh for like $10 million. Wow. <laughs> they ended up settling, mm-hmm. but you know, they had to change the name because right. nobody did the 
Two Chains, this huge international right. rapper. Yeah. Nobody on his team was he, like. They said, y'all, somebody got it. Somebody, somebody thought somebody else got yeah. it. Somebody else. That's what happened. It yeah. just like, and so yeah, like I always like, even if it's the smallest thing, like just mm-hmm. protect it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Protect it. That's so important. Um, Social media. Mm-hmm. I've watched you all's page blow up. <laughs> no bull. Like it's just been like, pew, right? Because I pay attention to, if you come through camp, and I said this. I said this about Bridal Bays mm-hmm. when you guys were on Shark Tank, which we will talk about. Okay, all right. I'm excited. I in no way feel responsible for the success, but I do. I it's an honor should. to be a you part should. of your story. You like should. you created, yes. you would always create such beautiful content in here. And Thank I was just you. like, oh my god! Like it just, it just really just makes me excited. So that's why I'm always like keeping up with with our creators and our business owners. Um, but like, I do kind of want to talk about it, the role of like social media in your community was like, mm-hmm. it was co- social media, Instagram specifically, what you all use to build that community that your husband suggested. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> wow. So another thing that I really thought about when we were creating the community is the fact that we have a ton of content from our clients that's at Uh, our disposal. uh So like with weddings, this is the time where people want to celebrate. They want to post their photos. They want to like, you know, show like, this is my bathroom selfie, but like we share everything. So a lot of brands will say like, oh, that doesn't have the right background or that doesn't have the right look or whatever. But like, if you're a client, you deserve to be on our feet, like Mm -hmm. period. Because like you have invested in us, we're going to pour back into you. And people are so excited to be featured. So I would say like, again, going back to the community, that's the secret sauce, right? Um, I think developing relationships with other vendors, mm-hmm. we have a lot of like tip content, all of that, just to yeah. get you into the mood. Mm-hmm. And that actually was something that came out of a course I did with Ronnie Brown, yes. the hey, brand Ronnie. we have. Yes. yes. Love her. But she was like, um, <laughs> she tore up She keep page. it real. Let me tell you. One thing <laughs> Ronette's going to do is be oh my 100. God. When we first, so I took the course, um, was it 2020? Maybe the end of 2020 or early 2021. I okay. can't remember. It's all a blur. Absolutely. But um, yeah, so she looked at the page and she was like, this is boring. And I was like, what do you mean? It's beautiful. It's bridal. It's high fashion. It's creative. And she was like, where's like the depth? And I was like, what do you mean? Um, and Charles probably in the background, like nodding, you know, why say like, yeah, you're boring, you know? <laughs> so, Don't do that, Which, Charles. by the way, Ronnie used to run in his neighborhood. They used to, um, I guess, like, start some quarters, so they had a whole little side uh-huh. thing. I was like, hey, I thought this was brand rehab for women. Hilarious. What is Charles needs to get out of here? So anyway, so um, back to the story. So um, she was like, you know, you need to create, like, some cool content. Like, yeah. we need to see, like, just random couples, like, yeah. together on vacation yep. or, you know, talk about some of the problems that brides have with their bridesmaids. Like, just be real. Just be real. Just be real. So we started to infuse that into yeah. the page and we literally, like, skyrocketed wow. in growth once we added, like, that extra layer. Because yep. it also, like, helped us stand out from yeah. all the wedding content. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, once everybody saw us doing that, then they started doing it. Exactly. But, so then we had to shift again. But... Um, <laughs> And that's when you start seeing me and Charles on the page. We're like, okay, they can't get they the can't husband get and wife this. couple, right? <laughs> they can't get right, this. right. That's so deep. yeah, so mm. yeah. So I think it's constantly just like being nimble, yep. and like always being like a first mover yeah. in the space, like not trying to catch up, yeah. Because like I've seen like to the point <laughs> where people will like literally take our captions and repost like. 
oh, that's similar wild. content. That's yeah, wild. yeah. And one time somebody took a photo. Um, and I reached out to them for my personal page. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a picture of me. Like, please take it, yeah, down. Take it down. Like this, you know, copyright. And then they're like, well, you don't have a copyright one. I don't see a watermark. And I was like, but it's me. But it's me. And she was like, oh, no, that's not you. I was like, that's me with glam. Leave me alone. I don't have my wig on. Shady. <laughs> that was shady. <laughs> she was like, that's not you. She said, that's lying. not you. Stop lying. That's not you. I was like, I left my wig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild to me. Cause like let's say let's say I was to take someone's stuff. Mm -hmm. If you catch me, I'll be like, oh my bad girl. And yeah. I would just take it down, right? Right. right. And she was like, this isn't even you. You're lying. And I was like, but it is me. I just don't have my glam team every day. Hey, <laughs> I, I think about this a lot. You know, there's this thing, uh, and I heard it. I can't remember who said it. I can't remember who said it, but it's like, do you want to be the first, or do you want to be the best? Mm -hmm. Um. And I, personally, a lot of times in my life, I've been the first. Right. And then you see the other brands create afterwards mm -hmm. and take off. Right. right. I can't, mm -hmm. you can't front. But one, the, the thing that I've noticed about Bridal Babes is y'all are both. You were the first. And I can't, and maybe I just don't know the industry, but I'm just blown away. Thank you. Right. And I think, of course, you're welcome. I think <laughs> part of that being the first and the best it's what led to Bridal Babes being on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about that. Okay. I wanted to talk to you guys quickly about business credit, about how I've been able to use business credit for my business. So I've spent like the last year and a half trying to get my credit up. Like getting in the 700s was really something that was important to me. And I personally was not applying to anything. But I spent a lot of time, again, like two years, two and a half years trying to like raise my credit score and I was very proud of that doing that I was afraid to also apply for business credit so one day I think I might have been talking to my accountant and I, he was like just apply for the business credit card Patrice this is not it's not going to hurt you so I did it and I was able to get two business credit cards a Capital One Visa and an American Express Platinum and I didn't realize why people were talking about business credit I didn't realize why people were doing it I kind of just thought it was y'all just trying to get this money but actually these things have been very helpful with me running my business so the way I do it is I use my Capital One card to pay for all of the business's monthly expenses, the things that I know I got to pay for. Put it all on the card. At the end of the billing period, I just pay it off, right? So if you guys have been on the fence about whether or not you want to apply for a business credit card, you do have to have good personal credit. I think sometimes people think they can apply for these business credit cards and it does not factor in your personal credit. It does. They're going to ask for your EIN number, but they're also going to ask for your personal information, which includes your social. So you definitely want to have your ducks in a row and make sure you got your personal stuff together for a higher chance of getting approved. Also, I am not a financial advisor. I'm none of those things. I'm just telling you my personal experience. But if you're on the fence, I would suggest doing it so that it can free up some of your funds, your actual liquid cash, and you can have some more flexibility, right, to do what you need to do. I also feel like, and I know interest rates, again, I'm not the professional. I don't know any of that stuff. Of course, the credit card interest rate is going to be a lot higher than a loan, but loans are really hard to get. And again, if you have a system and a strategy for paying off the debt, you know, you'll be fine. If you're interested in applying to a Capital One card, there are links in the show notes. I don't got nothing to do if you get approved or not. Don't come at me, man. <laughs> this shit don't work out. Not my problem. I'm just giving you the resources. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure I shared that with you all. Again, links to the Capital One business card are in the show notes. So yes, Shark Tank. 
was so exciting, mm-hmm. so much work, but definitely worth it. Tell me about the work. Or I don't, yeah. I don't know how much you can share. Like I don't know what I think that we're looks like. like. Not supposed to share anything, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. How does yeah? Like, how did they find you? Mm-hmm. How quick was the turnaround? Like, mm-hmm. did you already have a pitch ready? So the process. So it was like, so I actually applied online. Okay. So I like to tell people this because like people think you have to be recruited because that's how most people get on. They actually like have a whole production team that's not charting. I don't remember the name of like the production team, but right. they reach out to most people. But I was like, let's just see you know, yeah. what happened. Right. So I applied online. Um, I didn't even tell Charles because I was like, he's going to be like, you're crazy. Because we watch Shark Tank like every weekend, yep. by the uh-huh. way, too. Like I make him watch yeah. it with me. He's like, really? Shout out really? to CNBC. <laughs> Girl, I love me Shark Tank on um, the Prophet. Yes, 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 exactly. So, um, so yeah, submitted the application. Then about like two weeks later, I got oh, wow. a call, and they were like, "Yeah, I think they like said our name incorrectly." So I was like, "Oh gosh, what if this is a scam?" I think they said like "bridal babe" or okay, something, and okay. I was like, "What if this is a scam?" <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, so can you just tell us like your quick pitch?" So I gave them like the you know elevator speech or right. pitch, and then. Um, they were like, okay, well, we're going to send you some paperwork to fill out, like, the official application. So that application was probably, like, 30 pages. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Mm-hmm. And then each of us had to do it because oh, wow. it was also, like, background check right. verification. It was really in-depth. And then, basically, it's all the due diligence. Gotcha. So by the time you hit that stage, they want the investors to know that, like, you're worthy of Legit. investing in. Right. Exactly. And you don't have to do, like, all the due diligence afterwards right. like you normally would have to do with the pitch. So, yeah, we, um, I don't even think we submitted an actual pitch deck. I think the application had everything Everything you you would put in a pitch deck. Um, and then you're assigned a group of producers. Mm -hmm. So, um, the producers are kind of like your mentors slash like coaches through the process. So they really help guide you and get you ready. But you're basically auditioning like weekly for two months. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it's like video calls, phone calls, like calls with the producers, the full group. Like it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And this was in the middle of wedding season. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Right. Why wouldn't it be? So yeah. Yeah. And then it's like summer. So Mm -hmm. kids are in and out of school depending on the camp schedule and like all of that. So yeah, it was, it was a lot. And then you don't, they always tell you like throughout the process, like you can get cut at any time. Mm -hmm. So we're doing all this work and we still don't know. We're waiting on like our plane tickets to get booked. Once we get there, we have to take all these like COVID tests to make sure. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And then you're on it. You make it to the step. You're you're the final step. You're on the show Mm -hmm. and you guys get invested in. Yes. 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 That was crazy. I still can't believe it. It's just like insane. And I can't believe that Emma Greed was on our episode. Yo. Because that was never, you just never know who's going to, and she was the person. I know. I mean, I like to say, like, we actually thought that, um, Mr. Wonderful, so mm-hmm. Kevin O'Leary, yep. and we thought Lori were going to be like our biggest proponents. Lori was interested, uh-huh. but like Mr. Wonderful was out like from the jump. But I think it was a little bit of a conflict because we circumvent a lot of the channels that he actually um, mm. invests in. So like okay. the not wedding wire, we don't do any of the traditional bridal right. media. Right. So when there's a lot of stuff that's like, it doesn't actually air, but he was like, wow, I can't believe you all did this without, without going the that. traditional yep. route. That's amazing. So, I mean, that was like huge that he yeah. gave us that like compliment, yeah. but um, yeah, it was really intense. That's amazing. Oh my yeah. God. And it's just like such a testament to sticking through it and just like, 
shooting your shot mm-hmm. because you never know. Like you just never know. If no. you don't know, if you don't do it, you just never know. Right. And um, it takes, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like because moms have so many other things, there's a lot of factors in life that would make us say, oh, I'm not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Right. I got a kid. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because yeah. our, our beings revolve around just so many other mm-hmm. things. And so, and I've said this, I say it me first, like you got to, if you get that hunch, you just have to do it. Right. Exactly. You can't lose exactly. anything by doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? Very cool. Has yeah. life changed for you and Charles and your family since Shark Tank? Um, just busier. Just busier. <laughs> yeah, okay. just busier. Yeah. I mean, okay. like you, you, they always talk about like the Shark Tank effect. So of course, like a spike in sales, a spike right. in like awareness. Right. But it's just so busy. Like yeah. I just went through my emails today and I missed something from like a really cool partnership. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm just coming up for air. And they sent it on like the 24th, which was like three days after the gotcha. show aired. So I'm like still kind of like trying to like get back mm-hmm. up to speed. But like, luckily we were prepared. Right. So we had like people and staff, we had extra customer service Smart. agents to help like manage the increased demand. Smart. Do you have an assistant like for your, your own assistant? No. no. Really? I've, I've tried to do the okay. assistant thing. I think I I really need somebody who's like a marketing assistant, gotcha. not like a personal gotcha. assistant. Um, the personal assistant, they just, I don't know. I think maybe my expectations are too high for what a personal True. assistant should do. I'm like, you're supposed to actually have like my same brain. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But the yeah. marketing assistant role is like key. So I used to have a marketing assistant because as you know, like we just do so much on the marketing side. Yeah. She graduated from Maryland and moved to Italy. Yes. So So she she left us, (laughs) but we just hired a new marketing assistant. So I'm really excited about that. Very cool. Very cool. Um, if you could think, and this is on the spot, I didn't Mm -hmm. give you any preparation for this one. If you could think of one hack that a mompreneur could do or implement that could make marketing, creating, promoting their business Mm -hmm. just a little easier. Yes. What would it be? I would say it's scheduling. Mm. Um, I have a friend who now has three little girls okay. and she told me that is just the key to yeah. life. So like, uh, that's almost like automating Automation. your life, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you get your hair done, like every two weeks, let it be on the same yeah. day, like Thursday, every other Thursday, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Right. And then you're prepared to be camera ready. If something comes up, that's right. It. Um, if you want to batch your content, mm-hmm. like you have, you know, that's ready. Scheduling that, yeah. um, is key. Like the, the content batching, isn't yeah. that like life changing? I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You don't. We were just talking no, about it. You do I it. don't do it for as much for my own thing. I see, mm-hmm. but I do it for my full time job. Yeah. Every Wednesday at two o'clock, I okay. have hoot sweet scheduling mm-hmm. because the person we haven't hired for that position right now. Okay. So I'm doing it, um, and I probably should just add another hour to that to do this one too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I would agree there. Mm-hmm. Huge hack. One of the, so one of the tools I use is Planoly. Some people say Planoly. Some people say Planoly. Yeah. I don't know how to say it either, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> I love Planoly. There's a, a link in the show notes if you're interested, but yeah, like opening up an app and trying to find a picture and po- and trying to think of a caption because like, let's say you wake up and you realize it's National Entrepreneurship Day, which it is today mm-hmm. when we're shooting. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to figure it out 
It's just not the, no. it's not the move. No, it's, it's not. not move, and we yeah. use Asana for planning. Mm. So on the team, that's like our project management mm-hmm. tool. So like um, each team member has yep. like their task list yep. in Asana. Yep. And then we have like a marketing calendar in Asana. Gotcha. So like we know what day the newsletter is going out, the SMS. Yeah. We have all the social media posts there. So um, now, you know, TikTok. TikTok is there. We got to get, you know, TikTok is popping. TikTok is popping. I'm over Instagram. You know that, right? That means you're cool. I'm over Instagram. If someone says they're <laughs> over Instagram, then they are someone you need to be tapped into. I'm over Instagram. TikTok is like, oh my gosh, it's like a gold mine. Like literally. Okay. Like it, because it's like a search engine. Yeah. Um, it's more like authentic, mm-hmm. you know, like Instagram now is just like, they don't know who they are it's right now. You're you know? right. And they're trying to be everything else. Exactly. Exactly. So like TikTok is like, it's where it's at. Okay. I need, I need you to teach me TikTok or help me find someone to manage it. Cause I just, I don't, you know, just what it is, is it's your stories content. Right. Somebody else gave me that hack. Okay. It's your stories content. Whatever you put it, just, on Instagram yeah. stories, that is just for TikTok. Just TikTok. don't put the stuff that you put on your Instagram feed on TikTok because it's probably right. going to flop. Because it's even like the reels for Instagram. There's so much more like polished, polished. and all that on TikTok. They want like real. Like they want behind gritty. the scenes. Yeah. Ooh. They don't like filters. That was one thing my former marketing assistant told me because we were doing like a reel um, this time last year. And I was like, we got to put a filter on, girl. Like, we got to look like we have lashes yeah. on, like all this. And she was like, ew, this looks so fake. Are you serious? And, you know, she's a college agent. Yeah, yeah. She, ew, this looks so... And I was like, what do you mean? What this is mean? cute. This My skin's smooth. <laughs> I'm popping. Like, what do you mean? But that was, like, also, like, a precursor because on yep. TikTok... They don't like, I mean, unless it's like a funny filter, right. but they don't want the pretty polish. They want the real. You know, it's so interesting to me because yes, I know, I know that that is the, that is the, that is the, the life of TikTok, mm-hmm. but, and this is a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> we live in a world where everything is fake mm-hmm. and said people who love the realness on TikTok then come on Instagram yeah, absolutely. and filter it up. Yeah. Cause they're trying to really get the likes. They're trying to get the likes. That's what you have to do on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Cause we're on Instagram. The right. millennials are on Instagram. The, what is it? Are they Gen Z? I don't know is what they're not. They're crazy. That's yeah. They they're on TikTok. They're on the TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm 38. <laughs> I, I can't like, I'm going to just hire. I'm going to hire a marketing assistant. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what you have to do. And I'm going to just let them build it out. Yeah. Just build it out. I ain't got mm-hmm. time for it. Yeah. I ain't got time for it. Exactly. I'm exactly. so amazing. You're just so amazing. Oh, thank you. You know, I can't stop saying thank you. Like, I will never get over, like, when, even when we aired, like, I would try to go through, like, every comment and just thank yeah. everyone because it just, like, it's still, like, unbelievable yeah. to me. Like, this idea that was, like, initially a hobby mm-hmm. or, like, a random thing. Like, you know, I just don't want girls to be uncomfortable. Like, I'm over the tool dresses. Yeah. Like, I didn't think that it could ever be this big. Mm. Now, again, having that yin and, and that yang, Charles always knew. He was like, mm. this is how much we sell in the company for. When we make it big, this is what we doing. He got me a laptop instead of a Chanel bag for Ooh. my 30th birthday. I was like, rude, rude. <laughs> he was like, use this computer and yeah. we're going to get bridal babes off that the ground. Part. Like, you know, that part. so, um, yeah, I definitely like, I'm still in awe all the wow. time. Like that this is like real and it's happening. It's real. It's <laughs> happening. And it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And you, Ashley and Charles and your team, y'all are really inspiring people on like different levels from the entrepreneurship space, from the marriage space, from black excellence space, from 
I want to get married. I want to have a nice <laughs> wedding space. Well, you so, get in like just... 15 years. You, are you going to gonna do a renewal? Maybe we will. Yeah, you should. And I want to tell you, you are equally as inspiring oh, when it comes you. to like community, community building and bringing together women <laughs> and just like supporting our goals. Like that's you. It that's is. you. Thank and that's why I was like, I got to be here. Like I got to make it to this podcast because if Patrice asked me to be on this <laughs> podcast, I need to show up. Oh my God. Major. This is major. So I'm so excited. Thank you for building this. Like not just the physical yeah. space, but like the community and yeah. like remember when you had what what was the sign that you had outside? Um black women are the ultimate creators. Absolutely. That was in 2020. That was everything. Yeah. Like, it, it, and it I think that did so much for us. Like, yeah. just having that yeah. out there, just a reminder, yep. you know? Because, like, you know how much we get, Ooh, like, shaded, like, girl. so many times, and they're always, like, copying our huh. stuff. They, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Um, the TikTok, that's, that's, that's the other they one do where they're always yeah. copyrighting. You know, but anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> whole other but just to have that appreciation is, like, so major. So Absolutely. thank you. Absolutely. Listen, y'all. If you have not checked out Bridal Babes, check it out. And even if you're like not planning a wedding, like these are dresses you wear yes. to events, formals, yes. galas, all holiday parties, holiday party, holiday collection. I was talking about them other people. Ours is stuck on a boat right now. I'm waiting for okay. it to get over here. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, holiday parties, New Year's parties, <laughs> yes. like all the things, birthdays, birthdays yeah. like everything. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have a few things I have to celebrate. So let me just go yeah, ahead let me and know. go to something. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Everything's going to look great on you. So thank you. you know, <laughs> be wonderful. I'm excited. You guys, all of Ashley's info is in the show notes. Do you want to just tell people really quickly yes. how they can find you? Um, so you can follow Bridal Babes on Instagram at Bridal Babes, on TikTok at Bridal Babes. We're on Pinterest. Facebook and Twitter as well, but not as active there. I'm telling you, if you want the real content, go to TikTok, the pretty content, go to Instagram. Mm. Um, and then you can follow me and then get some glimpses of my husband, Charles, as well on at Suits and Sequins on Instagram. Yes, you girl, just whew, amazing. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Shades of Content. We probably could have kept talking for like another Definitely. 30, 40 minutes. Yes. Um, <laughs> shout out to my daughter, Parker, for doing her. That's my yeah. boo. She got, she got it honest. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like over there chilling with now. her legs up, with yeah. her feet up. Like, like nothing. Like she was not asking for a snack earlier. You know how what's ten that thing ago. they say? Um, you could be having the worst day of your life, and your child will come to you and ask you for a snack. Right. Like, <laughs> girl, what a, what a lollipop. <laughs> right. Like I don't have to really care about that. About. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure you connect with Shades of Content at Shades of Content. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. The goal is to hit a thousand by the end of the year, a thousand subscribers. We're at 669. I checked it a couple minutes ago. Tap in, share the episode. Honestly, share this episode. Somebody needs to hear it. A lot of gems. Um, make sure you rate and review, and we will see you next Friday. Peace. Bye. All right, now, y'all, don't forget to connect with Shades of Content on Instagram at Shades of Content and with me, Patrice Camo, at Patrice Camo. And also be sure to rate this show, leave a review and subscribe because that's actually the only way that we're going to grow. I'll see you next week.